Hey, hey, welcome to Background Noise. This is the show about the people behind the podcast and the messy process of actually getting podcasts made. My name is Michael Magnano, and I am the co-founder and CEO of a company called Anchor. We actually make it easy to make podcasts. So if you've ever thought about making a podcast, you should check it out. I am super excited uh, to play for you an interview that I had with my good friend and longtime friend, uh, Josh Greenfield. For those of you who don't know Josh, he is one half of the YouTuber duo that is the Brothers Green. Uh, basically, they have this gigantic YouTube following where he and his brother teach people how to make food in interesting and unique and inspiring ways. And he's also a podcaster, which is why I interviewed him. Uh, he's got a podcast called You Enjoy Life, and it's a bunch of tips and tricks and life hacks and things to inspire you to get through everyday living. He's also uh, actually, well, you'll find out in this interview, but we were also in a band together for a very, very long time. Side note. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into the interview. Here it is, Josh Greenfield of You Enjoy Life. I'm here with Josh Greenfield. Josh, hello. How's it going? <laughs> Josh is the host of the podcast called You Enjoy Life. And you know what? I'm just going to let Josh describe it. No, oh. <laughs> it's really just an, a podcast to share daily inspiration through food, through music, and just through like things I'm going through that I think might help someone you know, feel a little bit better, feel a little less alone in the world, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Josh um, is is one half of the YouTube duo. Is YouTube duo is that an sure, appropriate that way works, to describe yeah. you guys? One half, yeah. Uh, the Brothers Green. Yeah. You want to tell a little bit about Brothers Green? Yeah, we. You know, my brother and I started this cooking show, kind of a lifestyle, inspirational cooking show, a number of years ago, and it kind of took off and took over my life, and it's been great. And we've been able to inspire lots of people to get kind of get over their cooking fears. You know, get away from fast food. Um, even if you're someone who has no money or like you're struggling with, uh, work and time, it's just like, doesn't matter. You can cook, you know, you can cook something delicious in five minutes. That's awesome. That's very similar. So Josh and I actually just recorded another podcast before this. Oh, yeah. Josh was interviewing me for you, you enjoy, enjoy life, life. <laughs> and he was asking me about anchor and it's funny, um, hearing you describe it that way. It's, it actually sounds similar to what we're trying to do with anchor, but for food. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think about that, but absolutely. Yeah. It's like giving something, someone, you know, is really inspired to do a podcast, but they don't know how to do it. It's the same thing with food. Like people, they're like, oh, I'd love to cook, but it's too expensive. I don't have a nice kitchen. Like I just don't have the time. They have all these excuses and reasons. So when you give them a space where there aren't any more excuses, they have nothing left to do, but just do it. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. So one other quick piece of piece of info for those of you listening, um, be, beyond uh, Josh being a podcaster and you enjoy life, beyond Brothers Green, uh, Josh and I actually know have known each other for a very long time. And we talk about this a bunch in mm -hmm. the episode that Josh just interviewed me for. But for you listening, quick background, Josh and I, uh, well, actually, again, I, I, I don't want to do all the talking, so <laughs> I'm going to let okay. Josh... T tell everyone yeah. like our history briefly because it's interesting. We were in a band together. Yeah, I started a band in college. It was originally Green Front, um, and we had a drummer. Forgot uh, about Green, that. Green Front. No, I mean I, I yeah, knew you, Green Front, but it, oh my god. Yeah, that name. Yeah. Started as Green Front. Um, my roommate Tim and I, and we had a drummer, and then uh, we left that drummer, and we were looking for someone new. And Mike answered this Craigslist ad, and I remember the ad <laughs> so well. You were like, 
like I can take you guys to the next level. And we just knew <laughs> we were like done. But it was blind not, confidence. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was like yes. And with the first time we played together, you had I think I want to say it was like Station One Hundred Nine or there was a certain song, and we asked you to play it, and it was like a complicated song, and you just nailed it. Like wow. just from listening to the song, we're like okay, you're in. You know, you're in. I, I loved those early Green Front songs. I mean, I loved all the songs that you guys wrote, but damn, those like Station One Hundred Nine. Some masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to play randomly. I have, I have this piano. I finally got an upright piano and I was uh, playing it the other day. And like I just started playing this chord and I was like, oh, fancy dancing. And I just started playing the song. And I'm like, okay, I got that part down, got that part down. I was like, there's like eight choruses in this song. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I thought it was done. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. So I, I've been really excited to talk to you because, I mean, first of all, it's, gr- it's great to see you and it's great to catch up on all of the stuff we just talked about in your podcast. Um, you know, we haven't, we haven't had a chance to talk like that in a really long time. Yeah. And we know a lot about each other's lives. Um, but what I don't know a lot about and what I'm so interested to talk to you about today, um, is, is your podcast. You know, I've listened to it a few times. I, I know the concept at the high level of what you just described. And, uh, the other thing I know about it, or at least what I thought about it was I know early on, it seemed more music focused. Is that accurate? Um, early on it was a blend. I mean, okay. what I'll say is I, I never thought I would do a podcast only because of the, like what you talked about earlier was that it's complicated to do a podcast. And then Anchor came along and I was like, wait a minute, like this is this is kind of amazing because I have 8,000 voice memos in my phone of songs I've recorded, of ideas I've had, stories, all these different things. And I've realized like every time I have this song idea and I record it, it just, unless like I turn it into a song or whatever and put in the time, like it just sits in my phone for just me. And I love content creation because I love sharing content with people. And I've also seen through Brothers Green that like you don't need to have picture perfect content. Like if you're inspired in a moment, you can share it. And I feel like Anchor really created that space. So that was a huge part of the inspiration originally. Like let's just I'm gonna challenge myself instead of recording voice memos, I'm gonna record, you know, little clips on Anchor and just shoot them out. You know, whether one person hears it or a million, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, and, and that was the first concept. So I was doing more music stuff and I still like you know I'm working on this album now so I'll put a song out um, oh awesome yeah or like I'll put out like if I have a jam with a friend or something I still will upload stuff but over time it's become a little more crafted towards like I like talking to friends and uh, you know I would say interviewing people but it's more just like having a conversation kind of getting to know someone better um, people that I am inspired by and, and think could have a great story to share um, and then if I just have moments during the day where I want to share something that I've learned it's like kind of a catalog of like hey here's what just happened to me Here's what I struggled with. Here's what I did about it. You know, maybe you can gain like a little piece of something from that. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Um, actually, one side note before I forget. Um, so you, it sounds like you have this backlog of voice memos. Yeah. I don't know if you know because it's a it's a pretty recent feature. We now we we make it so you can upload from your voice memos. Oh, okay. Um, I did not. So if you ever want to break out some archives That's from the great. past pre-anchor, you can you can tap into that now. Just one thing to know. That's great to know. Um, so that's awesome. So, so in a way, and I, I promise this, uh, this wasn't planned and this isn't like a, just one big ad for Anchor. In a way, <laughs> Anchor was like kind of the inspiration for you to start this. Yeah, well, the fact that it was Anchor and that, you know, we had this past history, it was just kind of like a lot. I, I look for signs in the world. I'm very like, you know, signs kind of point me in the direction. It wasn't always that way. But when I moved to New York City, I started seeing like, okay, what are... What are things that make sense and, and not forcing stuff in life and looking for like what way is the world directing me? 
So for YouTube, for example, like it happened very organically. And then when Anchor came along, it was the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, I know, you know, the co-creator of Anchor, I want to do a podcast. It works on my phone. Like I have this voice memo thing and it just, I tried it and I really loved it. And I was like so inspired. And I was also at a time when I was feeling really uninspired by YouTube and mm. it's since changed. But like when you're a content creator, it's not like you're making a movie or a TV show where you have 12 episodes, you plan, you shoot. You do some press and then you take a break and you reevaluate. As a YouTuber, it's like every day you're going through that process and it's never ending. And most people don't have a plan, so they're just going forever. And it's like, okay, film this video this week. And then it's like, I upload it and how do people respond? And it did better than that one or it didn't do as well. And, and then you reevaluate and you just go back in it. And I was just feeling like stuck in that grind and feeling really beat down and had lost a lot of creativity. So for me to have this space where I could just talk and express, honestly, a lot of those like things I was struggling with um, mm -hmm. without putting out a YouTube video, because I think my brother was getting frustrated that I was like doing that, being a little too personal on our mm -hmm. channel sometimes, oh, you know, okay. just like throwing out these random videos. He's like, we're cooking channels at the heart of it. He's like, you're just talking about, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, I need another outlet to just express how I feel, what I'm going through. Um, and Anchor just felt right and just fit right in. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's great to hear, and that that makes me happy that it could that this product could sort of fill that space for you. Um, so that's actually a good that that's sort of a good transition into what I wanted to ask around process. It sounds like you have on the video side. It sounds like there's a pretty I don't want to say a formula, but there's a, there's a process nailed down, mm -hmm. right? It's it sounds like. What about on the podcast side? Like how. It sounds like you do, you have these thoughts that you get out there, but is there structure to how you create the episodes? Do you always do it in the same way, in the same setting, in the same environment? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a firm believer based on how we built, like when we started Brothers Green, there was no process. And it allowed us to create something that was really unique to us because no one was telling us what to do or how to do it. And I remember growing up and watching cooking shows and saying like, you know, if I were ever to do, I never thought I would have a cooking show at any, in any capacity, but I would watch shows and, and watch Food Network and be like, if I did a show, it would be completely different than this. I would never do this, 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 and it'd be more real and all these things. So when we started cooking, we were just, a friend was filming us, we were on the roof, and we were just having fun playing guitar and drinking a beer, like, you know, cooking some salmon on the roof and freestyling. And our friend was just kind of helping us cut it up in creative ways. Um, there was no plan. And Is that Adam. Adam, yes, Adam says he's done yeah. some stuff for us. Actually. Oh, nice! He's, he's amazing. But yeah, I Adam, love Adam. Is, he's so super talented, yeah. and um, you know, he was NYU Film School, and he just had this really cool personal way of like looking at content. Um, so when he was he was doing that, we were just allowing to be our just be ourselves. So when yep. someone saw it, they were like, "This is different. This is unique. I like it." And then it became figuring out how to package it and trying to break out of the package and all these different things. And, you know, now we're just about seven years later um, and finally starting to really figure out what it is. Um, and I think that's that's kind of how I am with the podcast right now. Like I've I'm allowing myself to just try things because hmm. what I've seen with like a cooking channel or anything, um, even with music, there's a, there's a lot of fear to release stuff because people have all the excuses. It needs to sound right. It needs to be this it needs to be that. But I have friends who are the most talented people in the world who never put anything out, you know, whether it's their writing, their music, or whatever, because they want it to be perfect. But the truth is people aren't going to hear it anyway until, like, you get comfortable. So it's not like you put an episode out and the world hears it. Like, maybe it's your parents, you know, and, like, a couple friends. And there's a lot of vulnerability in putting something out. But 
as you craft what you're doing, as you get more confident and kind of figure things out, that's when the the listeners or the viewers start coming in. Right. So I say like, you know, allow yourself, uh, not that I was asked about giving advice, but for me, like what I <laughs> no, no, found please. is like, if you are creating something, just do it. And by the time you get to that place where you start to understand what it is, um, more and more people will typically start to be in it because you're more confident as a person and you get what you're doing. So for Anchor, I've, I've made a conscious decision to let it just be this creative outlet. Since I have these, this business where it's like much more becoming more formulated now and more specific, it's nice to just do whatever feels right in the moment. So you're saying do, you're, you're saying your podcast yeah. is an outlet to be creative and do whatever feels right in the moment. But you also said earlier that you kind of feel like the phase that the podcast is in is the phase that your YouTube stuff was in a few years ago. Does that mean that you're still kind of figuring it out? Like, do you feel yeah. like you're on you're trying to get to some sort of destination with the podcast? I don't know. I, I think it started as creativity. Um, it's like I joke that, like, you know, Fame and fortune can be like a side effect of doing what you love sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, if you're lucky or if you work hard enough or whatever you want to say. And I think with the podcast, like maybe one day it'd be awesome if one day it became this huge thing and I could just talk in the microphone, hang out with people and, and have that be a huge source of income or mm -hmm. whatever it is. But right now it's like it's still I wake up. I'm like, I have this thing I just want to share because to me it's um, it's very cathartic to like just express something I'm going through. I found instead of keeping it up in my head, it's like journaling. Being able to get it out there in the world helps you release it. So to know that if I'm struggling with something, I can just share it with someone or if I have a song that I just wrote in the piano, like either it just stays on my phone or I can just share it and maybe 10 people or 1,000 people listen and they're like, oh, that, that was great, thank you. That's cool. So I've create I've created a space on my podcast where I'm just doing what I feel inspired by, and slowly I'm starting to see what I like the most. Like mm -hmm. I really enjoy um, talking to friends and and doing interviews with people I'm interested in, and um, as well as sharing like those things I need to get off my chest, yeah, um, and relating it back to something. So maybe it turns one day into just that, um, or you know who knows? Who knows? Yeah. What about, so before we turned the mics on, we were having a conversation earlier about YouTube and about how you love creating content, you love creating video content, but there's this, um, there's almost like this logistics layer that's annoying or frustrating. Mm -hmm. I hope you don't mind me saying yeah, that. Okay. Um, how much do you, so I want to, I want to carry that over to the podcast, like how much how much effort do you put into the non-audio capturing aspect of your podcast? The art, you know, the making sure it's, you know, your, your store listings are set up the way you want, making sure the reviews are coming in, um, you know, the, the cover art. Like just how much do you think or how much effort do you put into the non-audio component mm. of your podcast? None. none. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I, I, but, but that's no, that, no. that's actually what I, I mean. Yeah, that's, I, I think it's scary. That's I think not not that much because like well first off you guys do a great job at like updating the app a lot but not in an annoying way where like sometimes i feel like i you know i get that phone update and now i have to like you know relearn the phone right. or like it's something i didn't want like i feel like all the things that i'm i want i'm like oh it would be cool if you could like you said with the voice memo thing being right. able to like now do voice memos i'm like that'd be cool and it just happens um so that that is nice and i think as updates come in like okay you guys just allowed uh, monetization so yeah. like if that's something i'm inspired by like cool i'm gonna check it out or you know thumb for the thumbnail whatever you want to call like the the logo 
mm-hmm. of my channel. Like I just I took I did a photo shoot a couple of weeks ago and I had a photo I liked and I kind of added it. Um, so you you were, you had something before. I actually think I remember it. It was like a it was like a really stylized photo of you, yeah. right? So you replace that. Yeah, replace that with something else that I did that I liked. So I find that I'll I'll take these moments where I'll just kind of sit down and I'll be in the app and I might be looking over the details. I like to do a lot of the work on the computer. I find that's like a nice spot to kind of look over things, maybe change the description. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, am I inspired? Because it is a creative outlet. Like if I'm inspired in a moment to like change my description, you know, I'll just like write it and be done. Yeah. Um, I like to, I don't like to like fuss about things too much. Do you do, do you take the same approach to the YouTube stuff or are you much more deliberate and methodical there? I mean, I, I, if it were just me doing a YouTube channel, I would never, I wouldn't be, I'm not a methodical person. Right. Uh, my brother is that like there's, so there's a balance. It's very different. Um, I think having worked with someone who is very, you know, we're similar in our interests in a lot of ways, but we're very different people. He's much more about the look and the style and making sure things like, like the thumbnail for him is very big visual stuff. Sometimes I'll forget to do a thumbnail and I put one up and it's like terrible, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, he's like, dude, you know, you got to make it look better. But I, um, I think because I'm, this is a thing I'm doing myself, I, I, I'm now having to challenge myself to be a little more like aesthetically like thinking about the picture, which mm-hmm. is fun. And, and I don't stress about it, but I just do it when it feels right. Um, and I'm sure there are things like if I talk to someone on the anchor team that there's probably stuff I'm, I could be doing to you know, make it even better. But um, yeah. yeah. Kind of don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess. Uh. So, <laughs> some related question then. Although I have a feeling I know what the answer is. I'm sure on YouTube and YouTube, like that's your that's how you make a living, right? Like mm-hmm. you're a, you're a YouTuber. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah. Um, Weird to say, but yeah, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, a word. So you probably care about things like the stats and the analytics. I imagine you put up a video and you're checking it out to see how it's doing. And mm-hmm. um, do you? Do you do the same thing with your podcast? Do you care how it's performing or is it purely just an outlet for you? Like it's all just about output and just getting out. It's it's mostly an outlet because I like I already drive myself crazy with the YouTube side of the stuff. So right. I try not to. But that being said, I I'm aware. So for example, I've seen interestingly, and I guess this makes sense on podcasts, but some of the longer like the longer the podcast, the more listens I tend to get. Hmm. which I feel like is a reverse of a lot of other media, you know? So I've like one of my longest, why is that? I don't know. I think because people like with podcasts are a little more like conditioned to like want to turn it on and like, listen, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts and they're like, you know, they're working it's in the background right. or they're cooking and they just like, like hearing people talk sometimes. So I think, Maybe like there's this more uh, versus like when you're on YouTube, there's also a lot of distractions that could be part of it too. Um, when you're like on YouTube or Instagram, it's like something cool next swipe, yep. swipe. When you turn on a podcast, it's just you're there and you're in it. So you think people are actively looking at the length of each of your episodes, and for the shorter ones, they're like nah, and then the longer ones, maybe they're like, yeah, I've got some time to kill. Yeah, I mean, I can't say for sure. Yeah, um, but I, I've. I've been surprised. At first, I was surprised. I was like, oh, well, a lot of these longer interviews, or maybe it's that they're with people versus like mm. some of the shorter ones, or like might be like twelve minutes. Oh, I'm right. just like talking in the morning, so that might be a piece of it as well. Um, but I was definitely surprised. I was like, okay, more people are listening to these longer interviews, so maybe that's something I do more of. Um, yeah, but I, I do check some stats, but like I'm not obsessed at least yet. It's not like that obsession, right? Which is nice. It's a good feeling to just be like, cool, like you know, X amount of people listen to that, awesome. right? 
That makes sense. Yeah. What's before we turned on the mic, you were telling me a little bit about, um, you know, sometimes you'll just be like out on the street and you'll have a thought and you'll, so you, you'll capture it. Um, so it sounds like you're willing to record your podcast pretty much anywhere. Have you recorded in any like really unique or interesting places? Uh, unique or interesting. It's a good question. I mean, no, I've definitely recorded my podcast like on, you know, I'll go for a hike. I've done some walking podcasts. I'm pretty sure I've, you know, been at the park. Um, I'll do it in my car. Sometimes if I just need a quiet place, because we have a puppy now and she barks a lot, I'll go in the car um, or like in a bathroom. You know, if it's like, if it's early in the morning, I don't want to wake my wife up. I'll like go into our basement bathroom and just sit in there. And, and what I find is it's interesting. It's like where we used to record vocals yeah, in the band. Yeah, <laughs> it changes the whole the experience of the podcast because it's like, how does your voice sound? Where are you? Um, I did a podcast the other day and I was in the car and it was early in the morning. My voice hadn't like fully adjusted yet. So the energy of the podcast is very different than other times when I'm like walking around, like kicking and punching the air, you know, and I'm in like really excited mood. Um, and I personally, especially I take a lot of stuff from my YouTube experiences, but I think as, as, uh, humans these days, we're conditioned to take in all different types of media. So, yes, there are the filmmakers who have that sight and that vision. Things need to be lit a certain way. It's up. But the average person is willing to watch a 10-minute viral video of someone's shaky, crappy iPhone just like while someone's getting chased by the police or whatever the crazy thing while they're naked on fire. You know, so it's like these – I think we're conditioned to be more interested in, like, the actual content versus the, the quality of it and all these things. And, of course, the best quality you can get is great. But what I do appreciate about making podcasts on the anchor is it suits me in the fact that I can sit in my studio with nice microphones like this and record something sounding really good, or I can be on a walk with my Apple AirPods and still do a podcast and people can still, you know, get into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting. There's actually a guy um, who published a podcast on anchor that he recorded at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Really? I thought that was cool. Just, the concept of that. that's cool. I, mean, I don't cool. know if anyone else has done a podcast. Yeah, though. I want someone to do a podcast at the top of Mount Everest. Mount Everest. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Actually, don't do that. That yeah. sounds dangerous. That's um, a whole podcast concept, though, right there. Just doing podcasting in interesting, interesting places. Because you were talking to me about the the rock podcast. Oh was, yeah, describing a rock. Describing a rock. It. I love like, it. That's a similar concept, but very different. Where you're just in some really interesting place and you're talking right. about the place. You know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words, but I feel like. You know, I was trying to figure out a good analogy. You know? <laughs> so I want, I, I would love to pitch a podcast idea to you mm-hmm. for maybe one day if you ever want to create another podcast. A whole nother, so, okay. So you at one point had a very, very interesting job. And there are so, I remember multiple hilarious, like wild stories that came out of that job. I th- I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, actually, I just did a podcast on it. I finally Oh, revealed. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can talk about it, yeah. Oh, okay. So you were a, a private detective. Private eye, yeah. Private, private detective? Private, private eye. eye. Private yeah. eye. You were a private eye. And I just remember some of the stories that you would have were just absolutely absurd. Like, you couldn't write this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I was sitting here thinking about this, and I bet you that would make a really interesting podcast if you did, you know, an episode per one of these wacky private eye stories. stories. Like, yeah, I mean, those stories were nuts. I know. I when when that happened, I remember that show Bored to Death came out. Did you ever watch oh, that? Oh yeah, I like that show. Yeah, and it was like that's Jason Schwartzman, Jason Schwartzman and, uh, and Ted Danson, Ted Danson and oh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, 
it was like a good show. A lot of people liked it, but I couldn't watch it because it was so unrealistic to what I did. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't like follow someone around and then like I'm sleeping with them. And that's not like <laughs> that's not realistic. Um, so, uh, but I did. It's funny you say that because a couple I've been wanting to put out a video about this on YouTube for a while, but I just felt like I couldn't. It wasn't right, or maybe it was like illegal. And I finally reached out to my old boss, and oh, no I was way. like, so what? Like, I'm curious about doing this podcast. I want to ask you first, like doing this video. Um, what can I like legally say? And he's like, you can pretty much share anything as long as you don't give names um, and anything too specific. So I was like, okay, free range. So I did a video cooking in my car, um, t- <laughs> telling like I'm in my car making this like sandwich while telling some crazy PI stories. And then I did a podcast about it, diving in, and it was it was cool. So you did a whole episode. About it. I, I need to go. Back I did. And yeah, yeah. It was recent. I um, should have done that research. No, it's, it's all good. <laughs> but. Uh, but it was recent. But that would be an interesting podcast, the PI life. And I think maybe... We're talking to other PIs too, right? Other PIs, yeah. And even if it's not me, if anyone out there is listening that's a private eye, like you're in your car, you're probably not going to film yourself like <laughs> I did that one time. But that would be a great like side hustle. Because literally when you're a PI, most of your job is just sitting in your car. And I was answering brand emails and reading and whatever. And I have my guitar sometimes. But it'd be a great Sometimes podcast. running. Running. Sometimes you were running. Running from people, yeah. <laughs> um, but that would be a great thing to do in your car. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually, um, side note, we've, we've talked a lot about are there certain services. Um, basically, you can imagine companies where people are in their car often. Um, yeah. Could be an interesting uh, subject matter for podcasts. Okay. All right. So what, here's my last question. What do you listen to? What podcasts do you listen to? If any, if what, some, no, people, I do. some people don't, some podcasters don't listen to podcasts. I listen, you know, it's funny because I wasn't traditionally someone who was like super podcast listener. My wife really listens and I've got into them because of her. Um, Rich Roll, mm. do you know his podcast? Yeah, I, I know of it. I, yeah. I haven't listened. He's got a great podcast because he just interviews awesome people. Right. Um, Joe Rogan. He's, you listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. It's a great podcast. And it's I'm at the like, top I'm, of the charts. I'm super, a lot of like the people he interviews, like it's such a wide range. Um, so I appreciate his podcast from like I'm into UFC, mm-hmm. but then there's also guys that are like mycologists and stuff. Um, those are definitely two of the big ones. And then there's other ones that slip in here and there. But I, I love like hearing other people's stories and finding out fascinating things and maybe getting motivated while yeah. doing that. Do you listen to um, or do you do the daily? I feel like everyone these days does the daily. The Daily, New York Times Daily. No, they do. They do a story every single day. It's like the. It's like always one of the top podcasts. In the really? world. I only recently got got into it. I mean, it's it's probably one of the most popular podcasts in the world. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's pretty like interesting. real stories. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, real stories every single day. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Okay, well, this has been incredible. First yeah. of all, being on your podcast, which by the way, Josh, so Josh for the podcast we just talked about, you enjoy life. Josh just interviewed me for that. So uh, if you have any interest in hearing our previous conversation, yeah. you can go check out You Enjoy Life to hear that. But you should just listen to You Enjoy Life anyway. Josh has an awesome podcast. Um, and he obviously, like I said, he's also got a YouTube channel, Brothers Green. Go check it out. Josh, it has been a pleasure. It's been awesome Thank spending time so with much. you. It's Thank been you great for, to be here. Yeah, let's do it again sometime. Heck yeah, congrats on everything. Thanks, man. Yeah. You too. All right, see you. Peace.
Thanks so much for listening to my interview with Josh Greenfield. And make sure to check out Josh's podcast, You Enjoy Life, and his YouTube channel, Brothers Green. Also, if you haven't subscribed to Background Noise yet, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or pretty much anywhere else. And if you use Apple Podcasts and you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. 